This is Rob Thompson. You're listening to Interview with Influencers. Today's guest, Jeff Yoakum, founder and president of Marquee Search. Thanks for listening today. Enjoy the show. They get lost. Yeah, you saw who guy who got the job. Sorry, so I saw the guy who got the job, yeah. and I, uh, I I sent him a personal letter that said, "Congratulations, you're a fast-growing company. Um, it sounds like a place that I'd love to learn more about. Can I take you to lunch, buy you a beer, you know, coffee, whatever?" And uh, sent that off. Said, "I'll call you in a week." He called me within a couple of days and told me, "You won't believe this. Uh, my wife got a dream job. We're going to move to Austin, Texas. Gameface is asking me to help me find my replacement." Um, you're the only person that sent the kind of letter, so please meet with me. So I went in, met with him, and over the course of multiple meetings and, and about six months of time, I got in, met with Rob, the, the uh, president and founder of Gameface, and he kind of pivoted and he said, what do you think about running our, our executive kind of placement division, which was our academy at the time, pe people getting their first job in sports? And I thought, well, that sounds interesting. I mean, it's not executive search, but it was, you know, getting someone their first job. Hey, if that's going to break me into the industry, um, I'll do it. And I took, a, I took a big risk, man. I mean, I was, you know, do, this isn't me on the couch here, but I was going through a divorce. I had two young yeah. kids. And I made, I, I made a career change, you know, and, and I did it. And I took a haircut doing it, man. I took a haircut to go do what I really wanted to do. And I never looked back. You know, that was 2002. So wow. um, fast forward 11 years, we built up an executive search practice over those 11 years. I ended up taking over executive search within about a year um, and had a great run and, and enjoyed my time with Rob. Rob started to run for public office and got distracted from being kind of the entrepreneur that he once was. And uh, I'm, still, I'm still friends with him. We're, we're very, uh, we're, we're certainly close. Um, so amicably, I essentially acquired my division. I carved out one of the divisions of his company, which I had built up. I built a candidate database. I built up really the clientele over those 11 years and carved it up carved it out, uh, amicably uh, left the company with Rob's blessing and started Marquee Search, which that was five years ago this year. So I started Marquee Search to focus on just executive search within sports. I didn't want to do training. You know, there's these other companies in search that do, uh, they're going to do training or they're going to do analytics and they're going to do uh, consulting on these things. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I know who I am and I'm comfortable with what I do. I really like it. And I'm mm -hmm. passionate about it. So why have all these extraneous kind of opportunistic, you know, elements of the business? Um, there's, for me, it's conflict-free when you're a, an executive search firm that's beholden to the searches that you're doing for your clients. So Marquis right. is an executive search firm based in Portland, Oregon. Most of our clients are not in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. um, there's a few of us that focus on uh, a, a kind of what I'd like to look at as a real blue chip group of clients out there um, in sports, professional sports and live entertainment. Um, enjoy the space. Uh, love the relationships we've built over the, the years that we've been in business and, and intend to continue to do really good work for our clients. So what is we're going to we're going to go to commercial in, in, a, in about another minute or so. But I want you to segue into. Where are you guys and what have you seen in the marketplace that has changed since the time you started, um, you know, on the sports executive side? I think acceptance, acceptance that people don't know everyone in the industry. And in the, in the, back in the day, people might have said, hey, there are, um, you know, there's only so many teams and so many people in the business. And there were people that didn't think they needed recruiters. 
You know, they thought, yeah. well, just post it up on, a, on teamwork or something like that, and people will come. I think people understand that talent needs to be romanced. Talent needs to be recruited, and you need a professional to do that. You need a storyteller, you know, a nonfiction storyteller, which is how I describe myself. They can go out and tell the story of those organizations. So I think there's just a greater acceptance that to find talent, you have to recruit it, and it doesn't just show up on your doorstep. Because if, if you do want to post the job, you're going to get people on your doorstep, but you're going to get the usual suspects or people that don't have the skills to do the job. You're not going to get the A, a talent. And if you want a talent, you're going to have to go recruit it. So that's a, that's a big shift during kind of my time in the industry. And what do you see as far as candidates coming out, especially younger ones? What are those skill sets that you see that have changed, in, and especially with the emergence of technology? Well, the technology piece is, is key. You know, the fact that they can have some digital skills. They, they can bring skills to the table that I don't think people could um, you know, five and 10 years ago. So I think that the, and the fact that esports is, is such a big thing at the moment, a lot of the old guys sitting around the table and gals and, and people that aren't connected to it will look and say, I, I need somebody who can, from an esports perspective, that has skills in that area, that understands what the heck we're talking about, that even as, from a social perspective, those are people that are young. <laughs> they, they're generally more tuned into it, you know? So I think those are opportunities that didn't exist previously. Um, I, but, you know, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things that people look for in, in kind of these new hires. But at the early stage of your career, to me, the sports industry hires for attitude and trains for skill. So I think that's something that as you get more uh, further along in your career, your skill sets will develop. You should know what you want to do and you should know what you're good at. But from a skill set perspective, you're not going to be fully cooked. You know, you're going to be right. new to the industry. So you're going to have to go somewhere that, and land a job that can develop the skills that are valued in the industry. Talk about sports management degrees. How important are they? Oh, man, I don't know that I'm the right guy to talk to about this or not, yeah. but I, I mean, everybody has an opinion on it. I, I'd say they're not that important. Um, no, it, it, I think that from us, no one ever, well, let me put it this way. No one ever calls me. My clients never, when I'm ta talking to them about an opportunity, they never say, hey, I really want that person to have a sports management degree. You yeah. know, that just that just doesn't happen out there. Now, they might say, I want a master's. I, I think that because of this position, that, that some strategic thinking is going to be good. In that case, an MBA is a pretty good thing to have under your belt. And we're talking about sports business. So I'm, I'm very, you know, kind of um, esoteric in that regard. I mean, this is a narrow uh, niche here, but I'd say it's not that important um, having other, you know, strong skill sets, the, the fact that you're a great communicator, you know, that you have critical thinking skills, you could do that coming out of a computer science degree, potentially. Um, but I, so I think a sport manager degree for certain positions can be helpful. Sure. For the positions that I typically work on, I don't think it's, it's that helpful. Now, what it can do is build a network. If you go to a school that has a, a great network of people, it can build a network that's really helpful to your career on the one hand. Um, and, and it also can help train you on the language, the lexicon of the industry. So I do think it can be helpful so you're actually tuned into uh, the, the language of sports and, and entertainment. So I, it's not, if you have one, it's not like, wow, why did I waste my money? Um, but I see people sometimes that get a sport management degree and then they don't even go get ex experience. And then they, some school that wants to take their money accepts them for a master's program and they're getting sport management masters. And I'm like, you have no experience. What are you thinking? Right. You know, go out so, and get experience first. So that was going to be my next question is, so in your opinion, experience trumps a master's or an MBA? 
Yeah, it can certainly. Yes. For an entry level job. Yes. I would say a hundred percent that, you know, if you're going to get in the door for a, an entry level job, nobody's saying we need a master's degree for an entry level job. Now right. for jobs that aren't entry level that, that are more uh, strategy heavy and certainly sports yep. is sports is behind uh, industry typically, right? They're, they're five and 10 years behind. So you talk mm -hmm. about business intelligence. Now sports is getting better about business intelligence, uh, like other industries. So they're going to hire some smart people that come out with potentially master's degrees, or they've been doing it in industry for other companies and they want to adopt some of those best practices. So I think that, um, you know, hopefully, you know, you, you don't take my, when I give kind of advice and guidance, I like to give advice that's, that's based on someone's specific scenario. You know, I'm giving mm -hmm. kind of this mass digestible uh, advice. And so I, I want to be right. really careful. And I don't want to be cavalier about it because I think our industry can right. be too cavalier about um, how we strongly we feel about one thing. So I could be wrong in certain situations. And I would say, no, you should go get your master's. You should go get your, your, uh, your sport management degree. But if I had my daughters, uh, my, my college age daughters say, I want to get a sports management degree, I'd say, well, tell me why. Let's talk through all the reasons before we decide if that's kind of the right thing. So I can give good advice that's, that's specifically built for them. Mm -hmm. And what do you what do you think are some of the skill sets that you see right now that are changing in the marketplace as soft skill sets um, in the digital space that people are really um, looking for? Well, I mean, right now is this, this moment in time. Partnership marketing is huge in my world. You know, in terms yeah. of recruiters, you just you can't find enough quality people like that that are that mm -hmm. have done uh, significant affiliated marketing partnerships in this space and that would leave and relocate and take a new job somewhere else. Those are, you have to, again, you have to romance those people and, and provide them with a great career opportunity. I get clients or, or I get, I get companies that aren't a client yet call me and say, Hey, you know, we're just, we're this brand. So we're just, we're going to have to pick it a litter, you know, and they have this kind of uh, the, this view of the world. That's a little bit, you have to, you have to challenge and say, it's not really how it works. You know, why is someone going to leave a job they're succeeding in? Maybe they don't like their boss. Maybe they're, they're capped. But why are they going to go flat? You know, why are they going to go lateral for something? So um, I, I think this industry is interesting um, in that regard in terms of how they, they approach talent and, and, and recruit talent. But from a soft skill perspective, it's ab absolutely communication skills are, are key. But so are the, and because I guess part of that embedded in communication skills are these uh, these team-oriented environments that you work in. Usually, in most jobs I work on, these are people that are going to have to work with other people. They're, they can't be successful despite themselves and despite having bad uh, interpersonal skills. So if they're going to be working in a team environment, they, they need to be able to collaborate. They need to get the best out of the team that they work in. And sometimes that means being the lead. Sometimes that means not being the lead, but being a contributor. And so prima donnas and, and you know, massive egos aren't, aren't real welcome in that kind of an environment. Um, so I think from a soft skill standpoint, those are, those are things that have always been the case, you know, being able to get into a conference room and, and a boardroom and, and make your case for your business unit, whether you're in accounting or IT, you know, those are people that have to more now than ever have, have strong communication skills. Um, again, back to the, the, you know, the, the data side, certainly business intelligence, you know, again, bringing a sharper saw in terms of being able to work, work with data, parse data, and use it to make good decisions. You know, it's not just here's the data. It's like, well, what, let's, let's interpret that and let's determine what it means. You know, how can we be a smarter company from a marketing standpoint if we're, uh, you know, using business intelligence to, to, to spend the, the, um, the limited resources that we might have as an organization? So um, those are things I think that I, I see organizations looking for right now. 
So talk a little bit about your your opinion on esports. I know it's such a hot topic right now. What are you seeing out there in the marketplace? Uh, I mean, I guess I would have I would have called it the Wild West a while back, right. but I think that there's more historical data. There, there's um, there's so much there's so much money going into it in terms of uh, the the institutional investors and the and the people that are being involved. Sometimes I wonder, are they just getting involved to be protectionist? You know, just because they have to, they have to have a position in this thing. Um, right. Th- the next five ten years will be fascinating in this field, but. When again, I've got I've got daughters that are various ages, but my my teenage daughters um, and and their boyfriends, they're not they're not eager to watch the Super Bowl. You know, they're eager to go play on their on go on Twitch or, or you know go use their their new the new uh, the new game they played. Uh, mm-hmm. And so and even even though this is a my older daughter's got a, a boyfriend that and they're both in college, and I talk and he's a big Denver Broncos fan. And I'll talk to him about the Broncos. I'll talk about football, and he won't have even watched the game. But he, he's still a fan of the team, right? But the con- consumption patterns are just so different that it, it's fairly startling. <laughs> so I think if, if you don't pay attention to esports, you're, you're, you're – I mean, there's a lot. We can have a debate on how, how much of a sport it is and how athletic it is, you know, and which we're not going to do. But right. the reality is, where are the eyeballs right now? Where are people? Where are people consuming that? If you go to one of these arenas and and it's full of you know of, of a bunch of young people that aren't on their devices, my God! If my kids get in the back of my car, they're going to be looking down. It's the heads down generation, but they're in an arena right. and they're looking at the board and they're watching these competitions. That right. if that doesn't grab you, I don't know what does. It's almost I I heard someone make this kind of a. Uh scenario or or example saying it's the demographic that 15 20 years ago was the dungeons and dragons participants that have now that now have a platform that's mainstream with everybody else and that made sense to me and uh you know i i I, whether you consider a sport or not it's still competition and the definition of sports is competition you know um so or a piece of that so I don't know. The argument's sake is, can it make money? <laughs> then it has my attention, you know, for a lot of people too. So I don't know. It's and it seems to be producing some jobs, you know, yeah. that's what has my attention with jobs and right. opportunities that are being created. So right. there's more and more of those opportunities out there, especially for young professionals that say, well, I'm passionate about that. And I, and right. I get it. I, again, a p- passion is such an overused word in this industry. Being passionate yeah. about sports is like meaningless almost in my world. I, I want someone who's passionate about the sports business. But if they're right. passionate about the business of esports, man, yeah. I think they're this, the, the world is their oyster right now, without a doubt. So, so how do how do people get a hold of you, or how do they find out more about your your services? Absolutely. So my website, uh, the company website, is marqueesearch.com. M A R Q U E E search.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Yoakum. It's Y O C O M. Those are two great ways to to stay in touch with us. Uh, there's a, there's a job board that gives you a sample of some of the things that we're working on at any one time, uh, on our, on our website. Um, so those are, those are great ways. You can also contact us directly through the uh, contact button on the website. So hopefully they can learn more about us and what we do and we can be a contributor to their career as we've done for hundreds of people throughout the industry. Awesome. Well, Jeff, you're a true professional. I've always enjoyed uh, talking to you and 
I'm glad we finally got it together on this one. And thank you for jumping through hoops, coming through Anchor. So I appreciate that. Yeah, sorry about the technology there. I appreciate you uh, bearing with me. Great to talk with you, Rob. Keep up the good work on this uh, on this podcast. Uh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Jeff. Okay, you take care. Bye-bye. This is Rob Thompson with Interview with Influencers. That was Jeff Yoakum for Marquee Search. You can hear all my podcasts on iTunes at Grassroots Sports Network and on my website at robthompsonlive.com. Thanks again. Catch you next time.